Hello, my name is Levi Wazinski, and you are listening to Made With, a RISD student's guide to stuff. This is episode one, Made With Leather. I'm gonna start this episode off with the basics. According to Merriam-Webster, leather is defined as animal skin dressed for use. Most of the time, cow skin is used to make leather, although sometimes it is made with buffalo, pig, goat, or even snake or alligator skin. From the Encyclopedia Britannica's article on leather, leather making is an ancient art that has been practiced for more than 7,000 years. Fresh skins were dried in the sun, softened by pounding in animal fats and grains, and preserved by salting and smoking. Beginning with simple drying and curing techniques, the process of vegetable tanning was developed by the Egyptians and Hebrews in about 400 BCE. Vegetable tanning is the earliest known form of leather tanning. At the tannery, the hide is soaked to remove all water-soluble materials and restore it to its original shape and softness. Hair is loosened usually by a process called liming, accomplished by immersing the hides in a mixture of lime and water. The hair and extraneous flesh and tissue are removed by machine. The hide is then washed, delimed, baited, the enzymatic removal of non-fibrous protein to enhance color and suppleness, and pickled to provide a final cleansing and softening. The tanning process derives its name from tannin, tannic acid, the agent that displaces water from the interstices of the hide's protein fibers and cements these fibers together. Leather is a very popular material for a lot of things. It is most commonly used for purses, accessories, clothing, and upholstery. Leather is sought after for these items due to the material's flexibility, versatility, and durability. When well cared for, leather items can last a really long time. For example, my dad has a pair of leather shoes that are older than I am. He takes them to the cobbler every year, and they still look as good as new. While leather is super common, it has become more and more controversial over recent years. Being an animal product, the ethics of leather have often been questioned. Organizations like PETA have released many anti-leather campaigns with slogans like, I'd rather go naked than wear leather, rock the skin you were born in, and let animals keep theirs. Some companies have also responded to rising concerns over leather use. For example, Doc Martens have started to release vegan leather versions of a lot of their designs. In recent years, I have also begun to question my own leather consumption. I own a few leather items, which I have vowed to myself to keep good care of so they last as long as possible. I also do not foresee myself buying any new leather items in the future. I'm thinking maybe next time I need a new pair of boots, I will go with a vegan leather option. This next portion of the podcast will be the case study. The case study for this episode will be Bottega Veneta's Fall Winter 2022 collection, directed by Matthew Blake. Matthew himself is of Belgian descent, and Bottega Veneta is an Italian fashion house. However, I thought this collection would be very fitting as a case study relating to the Americas because it plays a lot on very classically American clothing items. As summarized by Wikipedia, Bottega Veneta is an Italian luxury fashion house based in Milan, Italy. 
Its product lines include ready-to-wear, handbags, shoes, accessories, and jewelry. Bottega Veneto was established in 1966 in Vincenza, Italy by Michel Today and Renzo Zangiaro. Crafting artisanal leather goods, the brand developed a distinctive leather weaving design, the Intrecciato, which instantly became Bottega Veneta's iconic look. Matthew Blasey received his education at the Lecombre School in Brussels. Blasey joined Bottega Veneta as ready-to-wear design director in 2020 and became creative director in 2022. Before joining Bottega Veneta, Blasey worked with other luxury fashion houses like Celine, Raph Simmons, and Calvin Klein, to name a few. This show was his debut at the company. You may have seen clips of the show circulating online. It got really popular both because of the materiality, which we will get to in a minute, and because of the show featuring Kate Moss. The outfit she was wearing was pretty simple. Loose-fitting blue jeans, a white tank top, and a flannel overshirt. A very recognizable and very American look. The look's pretty underwhelming, until you realize it was made entirely out of leather. When I first saw the look, I was pretty confused. I did not realize what it was made of until reading an article about the collection. It is very impressive how they were able to manipulate the leather into, be into appearing to behave in the same way as cotton or denim fabric. The looks were made using many, many layers of print to create a trompe l'oeil effect. What I find the most interesting about this look is how the whole thing changes entirely when you know it's made of leather. A flannel or t-shirt and jeans is a very casual look. However, making it out of leather instantly turns these into luxury items. Side note, the flannel and jeans now retail at around $7,000 each. It makes me think of the relative lifespan of clothing. A leather jacket, when well cared for, could last decades. Same with leather shoes. Granted, you make regular trips to a cobbler. A flannel shirt, however, those usually only last a few years at most, with regular use and washing. But this flannel, with the right care, could potentially last as long as a luxury purse. As cool as I find this collection, though, I do not think I could ever wear it. Price tag aside, I just can't get over what I imagined the texture would feel like. I can't even tolerate wearing a leather jacket with short sleeves underneath. I have a special guest on the podcast today, Minwei Ang. Minwei is a fifth-year architecture student at RISD. I invited her to the podcast today to talk about her work with leather. On her free time, she likes to make leather accessories. Here she is. So, what made you interested in working with leather? A few semesters ago, I was working on a model with a complicated curved roof. I wanted the roof to look pretty fluid and fabric-like, but also rigid enough that it could be imagined as a solid material, like cast concrete, for example. I tried a lot of different fabrics for the sketch models, but really struggled to find one with the right rigidity. Then someone suggested I use pleather. The sketch models turned out great, and I found the material really easy to work with for this particular project. I had a lot left over and ended up making a few small leather items out of it. Oh cool, what are the items? I made two wallets and a holder for my box cutter. They were really satisfying to make, and the more I researched leather working techniques, the more I wanted to make. How did you go about designing and making them? 
For the wallets, I followed some patterns online. Did you know that there is a specific way to sew leather? Well, first you have to punch all the holes before you start, which I find really satisfying, because then the stitches look so clean and even. But when actually stitching the leather, you use two needles at once and sort of weave them back and forth so you have the strength of a double stitch. That's interesting. I didn't know that. What is your current favorite thing you've made with leather? I just finished a really nice pencil case recently, the kind that rolls open. This was the first item I made using real animal leather. My previous projects were all vegan leather. Also, my other projects before all had raw edges, but for this, I burnished the edges. What does it mean to burnish the edges? Well, burnishing is a way to seal the edges of the leather. Most leather items you see likely have really cl clean, smooth edges. That means they were burnished. The process is pretty simple. You use a tool that has a groove in the side that is roughly the same width as the piece of leather you're working with. And then you just rub the edges down with the tool until they're smooth. The friction seals the edges together and it actually makes the leather last a lot longer. That's really cool. Are there other techniques you're thinking of testing out in the future? Yeah, so many. I just ordered a leather burning tool, actually, that I am really excited to try making designs with. I always love the look of burned leather, and I also really want to try painting and dyeing the leather. Up until now, I've just really left the color of the leather that I use alone. This has all been super interesting. Thank you for your time. I'm excited to see what you make in the future. Thank you for having me! That is all for today's episode. Thank you for listening.